Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self. And today's episode is about overcoming resentment, which has been a requested topic. And so I am excited to hop into it for today. So I am like the queen of resentment. You know, I feel like I always have been the queen of resentment because I have always been obsessed, obsessed with justice and wanting everything to be fair and others being fair and doing the right thing. My, I had such high expectations growing up that I just wanted everyone to do the right thing. I didn't feel like I was asking for a lot and come to find out that I actually was. And you know, if someone wasn't being fair in my eyes to me or to someone I know, I would pour on the resentment. I would find the grudge to hold and I would be upset for a long time. It would take me so long to let go, um, you know, before I actually started like actually making improvement in counseling and therapy. There were still resentments that I was and grudges I was holding on to steadfast from years before. So if you were in the same boat, I understand what you're going through. I do. And, you know, for me, resentment, and this is common, but for me, resentment is caused by the underlying pain of being mistreated and wronged by others so much as a child. And I ended up dragging that pain and unhealed emotions into my adulthood and just you're really doubling down because once you're an adult, you think that you have uh, more, not control, but a better opportunity to hold those resentments because you actually know what you're doing. And as a child, you you are completely sure about your emotions. As an adult, you know, and you're just like doubling down on that opportunity to have resentment. And, you know, but the thing to understand is that despite how hurt I felt and what others have done to me in the past, this is still no excuse for me to hold resentment. It's really not. It's I told myself that that was my excuse growing up, right? And then you're trickling into adulthood and just living my best life that way, but it's not. Um, because experiencing frustration and disappointment towards someone is a normal feeling, totally fine, no qualms here, but holding resentment isn't going to accomplish anything. That's the problem. You're not going to accomplish anything. Nothing in your life is going to change. It's not going to get better. Um, actually, it's going to, you know, it's only going to get worse. You know, it only makes you feel better in the moment, but worse later. And if you don't believe me, I challenge you to take a moment to take a step back and widen your perspective of how you actually felt like hours later or even a couple of days later after feeling wronged and deciding, hey, it's time for some resentment. And then really ask yourself, like, how how am I feeling? Like, how was I really feeling? You weren't feeling great. I promise you. I promise you weren't. And, you know, if and if it's not addressed, if the resentment is not addressed, it can really take over your mind, much like a cancer, and really ruin relationships and potential relationships and basically your mindset, I would say. So I'm just here to really warn you that it's a, it's not a fun thing to get entangled with. I understand that a lot of us will have experience with this and it's, it's going to be worse for some than others, 
myself, I was definitely on the worst side, um, but there is a way out. And we we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, but I want to make sure, I, I want to make sure I make the point that it's fine, totally fine. It's totally fine to be angry about something or towards someone, but it turns into resentment when you hold on to that anger and continue to let it burn as opposed to confronting it and overcoming it. And you know, when I, I don't know about you, but when I think about like letting it burn, I think of that song by Usher back in like the early 2000s, I think. Um, and yeah, you just let it burn, 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 you know? And I, I, I would take pride in letting things burn like that. I would take pride in having resentment and grudges towards people because it, it made me feel as if I was holding on to something against someone that they would someday realize that was their fault. And that's never going to happen. That's just reality. Um, but I felt good about it in the moment. And then, you know, as time goes on, you realize, wow, they don't care. Wow, they're getting over it. And I'm still not getting over it. Wow, I'm still upset. <laughs> I'm still upset about this. Um, but yeah, you, you know, holding on to the anger and continuing to let it burn. It's just, it's it, the better choice, obviously, is to confront it and overcome it. That's always the best choice when you're dealing with um, hard emotions, especially if they, you feel like someone else contributed to you deciding to feel that way. Because we all know that we all make our own choices on how we feel. We're all responsible for our own feelings um, that is something I talk about all the time and it's the truth. It's the facts. It, it's, it's hard facts to accept, but it's, it's true and it's facts. Um, so yeah, but I want to dive into some specific behaviors that cause resentment. So just in case you're like, well, I do feel resentment, Sabrina, but I don't understand where it came from. I got you. So I have four quick examples for you. So the first one is not speaking up when a boundary is crossed. Personal boundaries, I love them. I talk about them often. I'm going to talk about them again soon. I know that I said that I was going to stop doing um, my weekly topics and then like, you know, subheaders for the week. Um, we might resurrect that or, you know, I'll just pepper in to uh, talking about boundaries here or there. But anyway, not speaking up when a boundary is crossed. You know, if they cross your, if they cross a boundary, if they do something that you've decided that you don't want to have a part in, if, you know, if you decide that you got pulled into something, even though that doesn't align with your values and your beliefs, but you decide not to speak up about it, that is how resentment is born into your world. Cause you let them cross it. You didn't do anything to stop them. You didn't do anything to interrupt the process you just let it happen. And as hard as that is to hear and believe, it's the truth. It's just, you let it happen. You let it happen. Uh, the second example is saying yes. When you actually mean no, it's another example of personal boundaries. If you decide to say yes, because you are a people pleaser, believe me, identify with that 110%. Or you're a perfectionist and you are trying to make everything as perfect as possible and held everyone to high expectations. Again, me, I'm talking about me, um, then you can fall victim to this so easily. Um, or if you feel like someone is manipulating you into saying yes, rather than standing up for yourself and having the confidence to say no, uh, which can also happen. But yeah, that's when resentment starts because you say yes 
and then you regret it and then you don't want to do it and you don't want to be there and you feel like you're not getting any sort of accolades or appreciation or compensation if that's what you're looking for. And it gets really ugly inside of you, inside your mind, inside your heart, inside your spirit. So watch out for that one. Uh, The third example I have is not speaking up and tolerating um, offensive comments. So this is tough, right? Um, uh, Me, I feel like I am, I do this all the time. People will call me the wrong name. (laughs) That actually happened today. Um, And no one else, and like, it's hard when like no one else jumps in and someone says something offensive or someone says something that's, that's incorrect. Um, You know, I've, I've had people say, you know, racist comments to me without, and it's fine if they're ignorant, but it still should be something that's addressed. But I find it super awkward to be like, Hey, uh, you know, what you said was not appropriate. Um, unless it's something that is like distinctly like, okay, that was really inappropriate. We need to correct this. But if it's something that was like a slip or a mistake or anything else that I feel like would only embarrass them and not necessarily, uh, teach them a lesson, then I don't do it. And it's, it's something that I'm working on, but it's in, that also is something that kind of drives me to resentment. So if that's you, if you're, if you don't speak up for yourself and you tolerate offensive comments or things that are kind of derogatory or things that rub you the wrong way, that is how resentment can start to grow in your heart. And the last one is putting up with intrusive questions. Anytime I think about this, I think about the first time I met some family and they asked me very intrusive questions about my race and it was very awkward it was very awkward um but I answered the questions as nicely as I could you know my therapist says that I have grace <laughs> I have a lot of grace for people and it's true and I've been working on that more and more and more because I feel like it's the it's the better choice to make so um but yeah a lot of times we put up and put up with intrusive questions as opposed to again standing up for ourselves having confidence believing that hey we don't have to deal with this, um, you know, thinking that it's okay to let them slide. It's it's not, you know, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, you got to say something. So it's something that I am working on too. I am, I know that I'm not alone out there and I want you to know that you're not alone either. So now I know it can be tough to, um, you know, talking about intrusive questions and tolerating offensive comments and things like that. And when you actually have that anger and you feel like you've been mistreated, um, you know, it can be tough to actually confront someone when you're feeling anger or feeling like you have been wronged. It can be super hard for me, but it's a much healthier option uh, confronting them than keeping that anger inside and stewing on it. It feels more fun to keep the anger inside and stew on it and really just let it mull over in your brain and think like, oh my gosh, I'm so upset and just like really work yourself up. And I say it kind of sarcastically that you think it's fun, but some people like it's, it can be fun. It can be enjoyable. It can be something that brings them comfort because they weren't in the wrong. Someone else was in the wrong. Someone else made them feel like crap, which again, it's really only contributing to the decision of the emotions that you have. We're not going to go back into that again, but that is what it is. Um, but yeah, it's a much healthier option to just confront them and, you know, not to be dramatic or anything, but the worst case scenario of this is beginning to harbor a desire for revenge, which is a whole new level. And I've definitely been there. I've definitely wanted to enact revenge on someone and not like, you know, violence or anything like that. Just more of like emotional distress and manipulation because 
I was upset and I thought it was unfair. And a lot of times my mindset is this whole like eye for eye situation, which is not healthy. It's not good. It's not right. But I'm I'm here being vulnerable and transparent with you guys because I know that other people are struggling with this. So, um, so yeah, you don't want to get to the level of like, okay, you're angry and then you have resentment and then you're full on in revenge mode, which can be a lot harder to come back from because you've already kind of committed to the mindset of like, they deserve this because of what they did to you or someone else. And really when you just need to take it down a notch, like from resentment and be like, okay, I can get over this. I can move past it. I can do what I can and just move right along. So, so yeah, let's just keep an eye on that because revenge is not the option. So let's chat about how we can release the resentment and move on from those emotions. And by moving on from those feelings, we will have freedom in our mind and it won't be something that's continually burning, burdening us or plaguing us. So I have five tips for you and then we'll wrap this up. So the first one I have is to acknowledge your resentment. I know, I feel like I put this at the top of the tip list often, but if we are in the practice of actually acknowledging our emotions and how we feel about situations, experiences, what people did to us, we're more often able to understand how we got to that situation as opposed to just being like, I am just feeling resentful and not really connecting the dots of what triggered you, what got you there, what's keeping you there, and what you can do or let go to move away from that place. So it's important for you to actually acknowledge that you are in having feelings of resentment because then you can understand all the backstory and what's going to happen going forward. Uh, The second tip is to stick to your boundaries. If you have personal boundaries, if you you know, you're like, okay, I'm not going to be involved in this. I'm not going to do this and that. I'm not going to hang out with these people. I'm not going to, um, you know, put myself in a situation to be triggered by this, that, and the other. Okay. But actually stick to your boundaries. Don't like make it so fluid that people can just like step right on in to you, do what they want, make you do what they want. And then, or just kind of like use you as like a floor mat or an emotional, punching bag or whatever it is, and then move on with their merry day. That's not fair. That's not fair. And it will help you, you know, not rack up as much resentment because you're like standing up for yourself and you're like, no, this is not happening. Sorry. Goodbye. Right. Okay. So number three is to practice expressing anger and frustration differently. So again, it's totally healthy to be angry and frustrated. Totally fine. Definitely not saying that those things aren't fine. What I'm saying is that you need to find a different way to deal with those things. Personally, for me, I like to work out. And I was actually in a clubhouse room today and I was talking about, someone's like, how do you relieve stress? And I was like, well, I will come up with a quick gratitude list, usually at least four things, and do that list and really helps me to humble myself and reflect on gratitude and make me feel better and realize that whatever I'm going through right now is probably not that big of a deal, right? I tend to blow things out of proportion and be a little overdramatic, which I'm fine to uh, admit to. Um, So I try that. But then if that doesn't work, I will work out. I tend to like to work out. I tend to like to jump on the treadmill and to really push myself to get all that energy out in a physical sense because I feel so relieved afterwards. And so 
If either of those examples really resonate with you, you can try those things to express your anger and frustration differently. Some people like to go for a walk. Some people like to just veg out and watch a show or play a video game or call someone. Maybe you want to call a friend or family member, someone that's close to you, or maybe you need to talk to your therapist. That's what I do every single week, like clockwork. And those things can help you really release those feelings so you don't keep them pent up and they don't turn into resentment. Uh, The fourth tip I have for you is to release what you don't have control over. This really sucks. (laughs) This is something that I don't like to do. I don't like to release anything because I I have this distorted (laughs) notion that I can't have control over every situation that I am a part of. And it's just not true. It's not true. It's a distortion. And I know it is. And so it's helped me to understand it better and to overcome it. But it is important for us to realize that we just need to release what we don't have control over. So if someone said something to you, but you'll never see them again, you know, you could harbor this resentment and anger towards them, but you're never going to see them again. Like if they were a stranger, what are you going to do? Hunt them down? Like, no, that's not productive, nor will it work. Um, Or maybe someone hurts someone that you know, right? But you still don't know anything about the situation. There's not any follow-up. It's over. You just have to release things that you don't have any control over that you can't do anything about or the choices that you have of what you can do about it is not healthy, not the thing that you should doing, not productive. So just release what you don't have control over and you will rack up less resentment because you're just letting it go and you're not letting it take over your mind. Okay. And the fifth one and the last one is something I already mentioned. You're going to be like, oh, it's practice gratitude. Gratitude is so helpful. It can really bring you back to a very calm state of mind to understand that again, not to diminish what you're going through, but to understand that what you're going through is probably not quite as dramatic as you're making it out to be, nor is it necessarily as terrible or as important even. And I don't say that lightly and I don't say that to offend anyone, but I do say it so you understand that sometimes we make things out to be a lot bigger than they are. And that's fine. And if we can accept that and understand that, then we can move on with our life. But also by practicing gratitude and just coming up with four things, I think four is good. Three is usually easy. Five is usually a lot. Four, I feel like is the sweet spot. So four things, they can be things as small as you're grateful that you were able to go out and grab a coffee this morning to as big as being grateful that you have a roof over your head to as middle ground as you're really happy that you were able to have a cool text conversation with someone today because it really brought you joy and excitement. So practice gratitude. It will really help. It usually helps in every single situation. So, okay, you guys, well, that's the end of this episode talking about overcoming resentment. Before I let you go, I do want to help you. If you're having a hard day, a tough day, you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed. I think you should try the five-minute reset. The five-minute reset is a philosophy that I came up with to help you just restart your day and kind of leave all the crap behind. So it's like drawing a line in the sand and making the decision that you're going to leave everything that is causing you stress behind you and start a brand new day right then and there. So you're able to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. All you need is at least five minutes to be by yourself. It'll allow you to Take a break from any issues or burdens that you're dealing with. Come up with resolutions for problems and issues that you're dealing with alone. Again, I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful, big, small, medium size, grateful for everything and anything. 
And then last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day because hopefully with your gratitude list and just taking a moment to really reflect on positives and blessings in your life, you'll realize that despite what you're going through, without diminishing it, despite what you're going through, hopefully it'll put some clarity on what's more important. And by focusing more on those positive things, not 100% of the time and not even 80% of the time, but most of the time, it'll help you get through those hard times that you may be going through. So, okay, you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. Just a heads up that the next episode that'll come up out after this um, will be these things don't define you. So I will talk about a couple of things in our life that we feel like define us that they don't, like our family, our jobs, our past mistakes, things like that. Um, check the description box for notes for the show, where to find me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Send me an email, realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topic suggestions, or just to say, hey, hi, and hello to me, or visit my website for all the things at uh, uh, www.sabrinajoy.com. And that's it. That's all. Until next time, have a good one, and I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.